Back it was the scientist's name. Being a hologram was Al's game. To solve the mysteries in the past. Cause it's a podcast. They say the house got bought. Boys have got a month to get out. Every morning's one more. Oh, 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 oh. They're working on the street. Sewer work goes on and on and Cause they're doing work and on and on and They're tracking dirt and on and on and My feelings are hurt and on and on And the slumlord doesn't care <laughs> Hey everybody! <laughs> this is Gary Butterfield, Teenage Dirtbags One of your hosts, mm. one half the hosts With me, as always, is of course Brayden Cameron Hello. Also, also under the, the thumb of that slumlord. How are you doing, Brayton? Uh, I'm doing all right. Um, you know, now that I'm I'm escaping the slumlord thumb. Yeah. <laughs> we lived this video. Yeah. Straight from the headlines. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that happened is something we did. <laughs> yep. Um, this video uh, brought to us by Fletcher, aka Serg, oh, from our community. Very nice. Yeah. Right before the end of the. <laughs> Mandated videos. I'm back, baby. Yeah, I should say. Uh, I think this is the last video, uh, and we are in July. So we started in... Right, right in time for summer jam season. Yeah, right in time for the summer of glum or the summer of fun. Who knows? Could, yeah. could be both. We might switch the order. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I cut you off, though. How are you doing other than being uh, outside of the slumlord's thumb? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. It's a pretty nice day outside. I'm... You know, happy to be on vacation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Three-day weekend. Yeah. America's snack sack. The, um... <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. We here are in our respective respective houses enjoying this 4th of July weekend. That's right. Um, today we're talking about Slumlord Rising by Neon Indian. Uh, did you know about this guy before? I, I was familiar with Neon Indian, yes. Uh, not a ton of it, because I do love Vaporwave. Uh, is mm-hmm. one of my favorite genres of, of stuff. So I was a little bit familiar, but not super familiar. Hmm. Th- this is, I mean, would this be considered vaporwave? It is a little bit, um, it, it's chill wave or glow fi or hypnagogic pop is what uh, a phrase that I saw on. Uh, <laughs> hypnagogic pop. Hypnagogic pop is something that I, I saw on uh, Wikipedia. Because it just sounds like cool you know synth wave holla miami music to me yeah 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 like and this is this is extremely my jam <laughs> well good what what are, what are some other bands in this hypnogenic pop oh let's see hypnogenic pop uh, that you like like it, it, i'm trying to look at associated artists would include ducktales hype williams la vampires uh peaking lights pocahaunted uh <laughs> gary war Zola Jesus. <laughs> You're definitely making these up. No, I'm not yeah. making these up. These are all there. Um, this is, I wonder what the, I bet you this is one of those genres of music where the subdivisions are really annoying and, and subtle. Oh, for sure. You know, like metal and stuff where like, I'm like, yeah, I like this. It sounds like cool Hotline Miami music. And then somebody's there just like, this is nothing like Perturberator. Like, yeah. this is nothing like Hotline Miami music, you yeah. idiot. Yeah. Um, but this is extremely my jam. Like, I'm, I'm way into this. Um, I listen to this a bunch. I like it too. Uh, yeah. Uh, after it, I've listened to some other songs by this uh, enigmatic young 
West Texas gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so there's a lot to talk about this video, man. Yes. It's uh, eight and a half minutes long. It is a full story. Yes. Uh, so let's, you want to just take it, uh, you know, whatever the word is that I'm thinking okay. of is. Like minute to minute? Yes. Minute to minute is good. Heart to heart? Like toy soldiers? Yeah, like toy soldiers. Step by step? Step by step. Um, before we get into that, yeah. can I ask you what you're drinking? What you drinking? Oh, boy. Uh, Gary. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Today is just a water day for for old Brayton. It's a water day for me too. We we are we are on the cusp of a hot one. Like it's it, we had a little threat of a heat wave yeah. last week, and then it would like cool down. It's pretty nice now, but this week is supposed to be hot again. It's gonna get there. It's gonna get back gonna up get in there. the 90s. And I gotta get hydrated. <laughs> Six days early. I gotta get hydrated. <laughs> gotta get. I'm storing water for the summer. I need to make sure I get up twice to pee. Yeah. If I don't do that, then forget it. Yeah. Then my kidneys go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> me so sick. And I go shut up. <laughs> so I gotta make sure them shits are put in their place. You have surprisingly like talkative kidneys. Yeah. Hey, that, that's actually I do. It's a um, it's a condition. Okay. Um, I got. I'm also drinking. I got water. the yapping kidneys. Yeah, <laughs> I got a case of the yapping kidneys. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> but I wasn't a yap. <laughs> it wasn't a kidney. It was a yapping kidney. Uh. <laughs> it was a pancreas. Um. Uh, so the uh, this video starts off with some credits. Yes. Because it's very cinematic. Mm-hmm. It, um, it in fact, it, it informs you that it is a film. Yes, called Slumlord Rising yes. by Neon Indi- yeah. Indian. I don't think we've said that just yet. Yeah. And we might have. Um, and it starts with a film within a film of uh, the titular Indian. Yes. Um, who is actually a Mexican-American young man. Mm-hmm. Um, doing uh, Playing cool synthesizers. In a convenience store. Yeah. Like when it started to first pull back on this, I honestly thought that the TV that he's playing on, like the old kind of security camera TV, uh, was going to be inside of a bath. Like, for mm. some reason, it just... the When it was pulling back, I expected it to be inside of a bathtub. I don't know why. It's next to a sculpture made of butter of somebody stabbing his head with a sword. Yeah. I think maybe that was that it. That was what threw yeah. me off. It is. Uh, it, does, it does seem like that could be, could be the case. Because it's also... You can tell it's going to have that 80s kind of like clean grime yeah. aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know. Um, one of our protagonists comes out, yes. this lady in a choker. Uh, is this the lady from Twilight or does it just look like her? <laughs> I think it, it just looks like her. It's not her. Okay. I'm not, that's not my imagination, right? Like I think it kind of looks like her. No, I think it kind of does. And then we're introduced to one of my favorite minor characters in this. Um, the jogger? The jogger who looks like Matt Besser. <laughs> like there's like a Matt Besser wipe. <laughs> it's like, what the is matt besser doing in this like yeah. i'm the most unpleasant member of ucb yeah everyone <laughs> everyone loves me yeah no one, no one can stand to work with me yeah um and they matt besser yeah. yeah matt besser runs up to a car where it looks like there's some cops on a stakeout or something mm-hmm. and uh eventually a young woman walks by in a beret wearing a jacket for the gang that she joined uh, she joins up with called the uh, electronic murderers yes <laughs> <laughs> Which is a really good like eighties yeah. gang name for this. And that's a real thing. it's a real anti Chekhov's gun because it doesn't really pay off. No. <laughs> um 
Kristen Stewart can't get into the club. No. But a lady walking a gimp can. Yes. Well. Um, and this is a Schrodinger's <laughs> gimp. Like, he does pay off later. <laughs> like, I like, uh, you know, it, it's really kind of confusing. She's sort of tugging this gimp around, but, like, he, she's acting like he's struggling, but he's not. Mm. He's just kind of going along with it. But Yeah, he does He does whatever his mistress wants. Yeah. Like, if he, if he wants to get cummies, like, he's got to do whatever she says, you know? <laughs> It's like the situation, <laughs> the relationship they have, yeah. man. Like, it's a, and then and then we're introduced. Do you think like having a gimp just gets you in anywhere in town? I, you know, probably the opposite would be my guess. <laughs> Keeps you out of everywhere. In town. Yeah, like there's one place where you get in no matter what, and then every other place you do not get in. <laughs> like I'm sorry, Siri, I can't. You can't buy gas here. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have to. You can't gas up your gimp you're, at the at yeah. the gas and gimp. That's, that's a family name. That's it's not even just a coincidence. A car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your young man is not a car. But look at this leather upholstery. Yeah, um, no, that's his skin. That's yeah, that's a suit. Um. Then our antagonist shows up. Yeah. Um. Mister Mister Slick. He looks like he's gonna be like Burt Reynolds from um. Bo- uh, Boner Nights. What's the name of that? <laughs> <laughs> like strip tees? No, no. Um, uh, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Okay. Okay, that's what. I, I, that wasn't on. Per- that wasn't a joke. Like I honestly couldn't remember the name of it. <laughs> yeah, you thought Boner Nights. Well, I knew it wasn't Boner Nights, but I knew it was <laughs> something like that. Was there a that, Was there a Boogie Nights porn parody that was called Boner Nights? That's the thing. Uh, there should have been. Out. Yeah, there definitely should have been. Yeah. Um, and he gets out, and he's Captain Slick. Yeah. And he, yeah. like, I don't know if he's the, he doesn't seem like he's the owner, but everyone knows who he is when he shows up to the club. Like, yeah. they're all excited to see this guy who's, you know, wearing a white jacket, slick back hair, sunglasses at night, pulls out a, yep. like, tiny cigar from his pocket and... Yeah, finger guns everybody. Yeah. Um, gets, a, gets a nuclear briefcase. Yeah. Handcuffed to his, <laughs> to his wrist. <laughs> it's all very, like, yeah. it's all very, you know neon dirty again yeah like that kind of like 80s clean dirty yeah that, that thing's gonna look like like that movie uh that's name i can never remember uh drive so, drive but yeah jake gillenhall or hotline miami which this video is exactly hotline miami <laughs> like uh a guy in a helmet shows up to yeah to clean house like hotline miami yeah and like this guy's lawyer or bodyguard or both is the one who yeah, handcuffs him and he's like got more cheekbones than anyone should be allowed to have. It's like 30 mega Madsons yes. of cheekbones. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I would like to put Michael Madsen's cheekbones on top of my normals. Yeah. And we're, you know, my, yeah. my regs. And then we're finally allowed into the club. And that's probably a good segue to go into one of our favorite segments. Are we talking about which Pokemon is cubist? You know, we fucking are. Okay. Smirgle has a brush on his tail, and this tournament he will surely fail. And Geodude, Minecraft with two, and observing a new, descending a staircase, he'll come in last place. Cause this tournament ain't about the size, how badass they are, how cute their eyes. This time we're looking at their heart to see if they are fans of Cuba Star. So we'll start at the beginning, and then we'll up, we'll ramp. Cause we need to see which Pokemons the real Marcel Duchamp. Cuddle up with your arcane eye, this song's over, it's. Tournament time! Pablo Tops! Gary, you're gonna have a tough time here. Ugh. Oh, not today, not to Gary. Here it is. Uh, 
we might have to change one of these if if this is what I think it is, but we'll talk about it later. Uh, it's Bronzong and Manectric Mega. <laughs> Manectric Mega, okay. Because I think Manectric Mega might be a Shinx upgrade now that I'm thinking about it. Um, oh, he might be, but it looks pretty... Uh... Looks pretty different to me. I mean, it is it is a pure electric. Yeah. Uh, it evolves from a, an electric. Oh, okay. So it's fine. It just yeah, looks like a shit. It's very similar. Like, yeah, it's fucking... And this is a Generation 3 thing. This was introduced at... <laughs> God damn it, Brayden. <laughs> Put 60 seconds on the clock. Okay, we're Butterfield. Here it comes. <laughs> like... In a world of political correctness and overt politeness, only one man has the guts to speak his mind. And when he does, he always gets the last word. He is Rebuttal Field. Why would you, like, already is bad enough with Shinx, but then in Gen 3 you had the Manatric? <laughs> Do you not learn from your mistakes, Pokemon Company? Like, so many single-type electric, like, what if an animal was electrified? I'll tell you what happens. They fucking die. <laughs> That's it. Like, this, what are you doing? Yeah. Ah, uh, I didn't want to have to go into this again. Okay. Learn. Um, okay, so Manetric is like a dog with, like, this is a very unattractive It's Pokemon a dog version. that is, like, literally a lightning bolt. Yeah, it, it's when it turns into a lightning bolt. Uh, oh no, that's the mega version, so it's definitely a lightning bolt. It's non lightning bolt form really sucks. <laughs> you know, like, like I think he kind of looks like a, he would be some sort of priest in a like a sci fi, like a real cheesy oh, yeah. sci fi. He's, he's, he's a Protoss unit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Taro Tessadar, man, that trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> but um, the uh, the manetric mega uh looks like a dog wearing a lightning bolt costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Bronzong, who even knows where to start with this thing? This is like a, like a bell. Yeah. Uh, like a, like a big robot bell. Um, I'm going to give this one to, to Bronzong because it's a psychic. Okay. Which makes me think it's more thoughtful and less animal. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's not always going to be a rule that an animal cannot be into cubism. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I think that seems fair. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And just because, I mean, I've got some leftover bitterness uh, from the rebuttal field. <laughs> That's fair. I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Let's go back to the club, Gary. Okay. Gary, we're finally uh, entering the club and uh, watching Mr. Slick go up the stairs. And well, uh, real, there real seems quick, to be Brayden, some sort I, of kerfuffle. Go ahead. Can I tell you a little bit of, like, I'm not going to tell you the background, but tell you that there is background in this club. Okay. This is the the Vega International Night School. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, I see. I saw the sign earlier, but I don't know anything about it. If you go to the link, um, to Nyan Nyan's thing, the story of the Vega International Night School, and it kind of gives you like lore on this video. Oh, okay. A little bit. It's like a it's like a story. It has a pod. It's like this whole, uh, you know, transmedia event. It's got a podcast, mm-hmm. um, a remix. It's got this video, which is part of it, an oral history, and a letter to a fictional magazine. Okay. So it, as much as this doesn't seem like it has, like a, a real like concrete resolution, yeah. I have not like found the Vadi Vidya on the <laughs> Vega International Night School. Yeah, maybe there maybe there is like a whole bunch of uh, story to it, but I yeah, 
I'm I'm kind of curious about it now. I'm going to have to do more research on that. We're just going to have to do a couple of rewinds here. Yeah, it's going to be some, some rewinds. I, I saw it, and there was a lot of text I didn't want to read. It. So, <laughs> I was just like, this is a lot. Um, you know. And then there's a podcast I would have to listen to yeah. um, on top of it, and I was just like, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, uh, like who knows how much of this is real? I guess it tells us a lot about uh, Neon Indian. Okay. You know, which I didn't really know, which is that he is this kind of like art fuck supreme. You know. Okay. Like he he does this kind of stuff. It's not just about music for him. It's this like, you know, weird. It's a whole experience. It's a whole experience. Yeah. yeah. He's like, which I can appreciate. He's like, I saw Southland Tales and it changed my life. <laughs> like, yeah. It's it, this is the Southland Tales of music videos. Yeah. For better or for worse. Yeah. I think it feels like it's very, it feels about the same. <laughs> <laughs> Southland Tales would be a real good, like, teenage dirtbag special event. Yeah. Like, let's say, let's say we, Duckfeed became, like, quadrillionaires, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we just had all the money in the world. We all lived in this, like, Duckfeed town. Yeah. Um, and we could have, like, an old theater. And it would be fun to show movies, like, music movies and, and things everywhere related every once in a while for teenage dirtbags. Yeah. And Southland Tales would be a good teenage dirtbag special event because... That is a heavy, like you know, that has a music video right in the middle of it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and features you know tons of music stars. It's true, including John Lovitz. Yes, of uh, from his uh, his uh, uh, his brief novelty single. This one goes out to the one I love. It's. Okay, so let's go back to the video here, Gary. <laughs> Uh, yep. I believe the kerfuffle is taking place between the electronic murderers and uh, Neon Indian himself, Alan Paloma. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that a... Who is the guy in the helmet? Is that your, your supposition? No. Oh, no, no, this is the kerfuffle outside. No, yeah, the yeah. kerfuffle outside. Uh, yeah, the cameo kerfuffle. Yeah, there's a guy in a suit with a binder who's getting uh, beat up pretty bad. Or not beat up, but like harassed. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's, um, that looks like him and, to me. Everyone rushes into a disco in a way that I don't really understand. Like, like they wouldn't be lining up outside of it. Yeah, you know, where they all like simultaneously decide, like, let's go into the disco. Yeah, well, I think you it, know, which is a weird thing. Yeah, and somebody comes in with a gun and a flashlight. I think that's those two, those two cops. Yeah, the two cops seem to follow in the electronic murderers, uh, mm-hmm. and the along with Jogger, uh, Matt Besser, yep. and that's when things kind of fall apart. There is a stabbing. Yes, and a gunshot. The gimp got stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, gimp the, gimp, the gimp gets stabbed and comes comes outside to bleed in the the hallway, with, which now says Slumlord was here. Yeah, yeah. So we we're already getting this foreshadowing on this mysterious slum Slumlord character. Everyone got fucked up. Yeah, it's a massacre in the club. Everyone's running out. The club owner is dying. He's like, they should yeah kill those murderers, there's those some, cybernetic murderers, or whatever. There's some people that come in with like they have like monster masks when they leave, but they don't leave. I don't see them leaving the club. I just see them leaving the disco with the monster masks on. Yeah. Uh, um, and the cool thing that happens is they're all leaving past this guy with like a motorcycle helmet that's kind of Daft Punky. Yeah. And this is this is our, our Hotline Miami moment. Yeah. It's Daft Punky. It's Kill Billy. It's yep. all that good stuff. <laughs> Brayden, yeah. how different do you think that movie would have been if it would have been called Kill Billy? And it would have been about <laughs> Billy Madison. Or, like, or just like going back in time and killing Bill before he became an adult. <laughs> if you had a time machine, would you kill Bill? Yeah, well, no, but I would baby? kill Billy. Like yeah, Bill Billy, is like, too strong like, for me, but I would go back. 
like, I like feet. You know? <laughs> Don't die. <laughs> <laughs> but you that's the shit. thing. I mean, you start getting into paradox uh, territory because oh, man. Beatrix Kiddo wouldn't have been able to go back because she wouldn't have had the skills. If, <sighs> Let's get into it. <laughs> if she'd killed Bill, she wouldn't have been her. Yeah, and she would have gone back and not been able to even kill the baby. Yeah. Like, the baby Kill Bill would have bested her in combat. (laughs) Kill Billy, the prequel to Kill Bill. Or, like, maybe not kill, but, like, beat up Billy. Could be, like, the the prequel. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think of another rhyming word, and the only thing I think of is Phil Bill. And, uh, like, where you're just, all it is is just instructions on how to feed a baby. Yeah. Like, skills for bills, agent. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so the big the big reason why they had this kerfuffle was to get the uh, the antagonist out, the cool landlord guy, yeah. with the nuclear fo- football mm-hmm. uh, case, and a motorcycle helmet's cronies start trying to choke him, but motorcycle helmet is on his own side. Yeah, I think he betrays his friends. Yeah, I don't know if they're necessarily friends. Like it it seems like there's there's three or four sides here. Yeah. It's unapologetically complicated. <laughs> um, my favorite part of the, the video here is, comes up right now. Yeah. Where uh, Kristen uh, 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 Werewolf yeah. uh, can't open the, um, the briefcase. They take off. Um, so the next Slumlord, logical step. <laughs> right. Is, well, I think he, I thought he pulls out this like pliers from his like dick sleeve. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's going to torture him to get the code. Yeah. But nope, he has like a cool electronic device attached to a tooth. Is he a cyborg? I have no idea. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it, and what, what is weird is that, you know, of course, uh, Motorcycle Man and Kristen Stewart escape uh, and and go to whoever, I, I guess, like a needful things. Or, yeah, just like yeah. an old man. They go to Satan. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is clearly like it is the devil. Yeah. <laughs> um, like on the Slum, Slumlord Mobile. Yeah. Um, you know, during a kind of a long kind of like just real like extended groove in the music, yeah. like nothing really happens in the music here for the rest of the the video. It's like it's extended to have enough time to do the cinematic or right. whatever it feels like. Um, but they get to the needful thing shop, mm-hmm. um, and try to sell it. Like, Hey, would you like to buy this tooth? Fuck yes. I would like to buy a tooth. Yeah. Um, but then he invokes like a curse when they open the briefcase. Well, he presses a button. <laughs> Uh, like yeah. he flips the switch that somehow controls her choker. Yeah, the me- on the mega choker. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, kills Kristen Stewart, uh, who gets choked to death. Yeah. I think. Yeah, like blood comes out, yeah. like a like a, a pin came in or something. Yeah, out of the 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 super choker, the, su- the, su- the super choker man, the super choker um, man, super choker yeah. man. <laughs> um, and then uh, he he said, "What does he say?" Uh, at the end how of the about a little voice? smile? Yeah. And then the helmet guy is going to take off his helmet, but we don't get to see what Yeah, but you do see red red lights behind it, so maybe he's a robot. Oh, man. What a what a twist. <laughs> one, of, one of the things about this video uh, that I, I mean, I, I think is interesting, but also uh, adds the confusing nature, mm-hmm. is that Slumlord is definitely a thing. Yeah. Uh, and this does not seem like it has anything to do with what I consider to be a Slumlord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Slumlord's a different guy, and it's, a, it's the robot guy, because he... You know, it's his license plate. It says Slumlord. Oh, well, not just that, but like, why is he called Slumlord? I, I like that. That's like a very specific, not cool, like not just uncool because it's exploitive and shitty, yeah. but just like 
being the Lord of the Slums. I mean, I guess if you're like the Lord of the Slums, like theoretically, Peter Parker is the Lord of the Slums. <laughs> like he's the Lord sure. of the, the New York section that he yeah. hangs out in. Yeah, I can see that. You know, arguably, and he's always trying. People are always trying to dethrone him, like Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mysterio also wears that kind of helmet. It's true. It's true. So have we tied this together then? Do we... Is this in the extended Spider-Verse? <laughs> well, they are rebooting it. And we're recording this before we were able to see Spider-Man Homecoming. So who knows? Yeah, so it's very possible that Slumlord, Slumlord is actually Hannibal Burris. <laughs> yeah, actual Hannibal Burris, a.k.a. Mysterio. Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest of all the, the Spider-Man villains. Yes, of course. <laughs> the... Um, this makes me really want to uh, do a video. Um, God, what is the, uh, the the band that's on the Hotline Miami soundtrack that did a long video like this? I'm going to look this up for a minute. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure um, because I don't know that soundtrack very well. Well, that's why I'm going to look some stuff up here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's going to be that kind of that kind of show. Okay. Right. Listen, uh, and so I was going to say Perturbator, but that's a different band. Okay. Um, Carpenter Brute. Okay. Um, this makes me want to do a video, a couple, like do a video from Carpenter Brute. Okay. Because they do really long, cinematic, cool videos. Um, they, they have a really, like, and a lot of them are like 70s exploity and stuff, so sometimes there's tits. Yeah. Uh, in them in that 70s way, but a lot of times there's not, and they're just like crazy, weird, you know, tone poem, surreal movies. Yeah. Like this. Um, yeah. And including they have one that's like a Shadow of Rismith thing called escape from midwich valley Ooh. which is essentially shadow of rinsbeth that sounds great we should definitely watch that it's good brayton yes can i tell you a quick tale yeah <laughs> uh, i look i had to look at the clock to see yeah where we were um can we do a quick segment of teenage dirtbags tactics sure what is teenage dirtbag tactics well, if you remember, Teenage Dirtbag's Tactics was when uh, we talked about your score gun to get rid of the woodpecker. Oh, yes, of course. We talked about weaponry and, and different... Uh, this is when we talk about the tools we use yeah. and the kind of different upgrades we have. Um, you know, basically our, our skill tree mm-hmm. for being Teenage Dirtbags. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to tell the story. I told a little bit uh, to Cole, but I wanted to talk to you specifically about that bird they got in the house. Oh, <laughs> yes. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time with you kind of supposing what happened to our woodpecker. <laughs> No, that's no longer our problem. Yeah. Because the woodpecker sound mm-hmm. definitely changed at some point. Yes. And did that also lead you to believe the woodpecker was then inside the house? Yeah. Yeah. And then what? I didn't, you know, uh, most of the time when I heard the woodpecker, because the woodpecker would show up early in the morning, and I do not sleep. I have very poor vision, If for those of you who don't know. Uh, and I don't sleep with my glasses on. So often I was <laughs> so opening uh, right opening up the window and like sticking my head out and squirting uh, mm-hmm. at the wall in just kind of a general area because I knew basically where he the woodpecker was going. Uh, and at one point, I'm pretty sure I saw it like back out of a hole and then fly away, like mm. like it had somehow gotten past the siding and got into like a nook in there yeah yeah it's building its own min- little miniature house yeah. now woodpeckers as far as i understand mm-hmm. peck wood because they're eating little bugs inside it yeah i think that is that is often the case so this woodpecker that's pecking our, our wood mm-hmm. uh is either looking for bugs or eating bugs so there's probably some kind of termite or some kind of problem in the house could be it stopped which makes me think the woodpecker died <laughs> Okay. So I think I just um, scared him off. 
Maybe it found a better food source without getting squirted by a squirt gun all the time. It might have. However, there was also a period where I was in the living room and there was definitely something inside the ceiling mm. scurrying around. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was like unmistakable and it was like two, you know two weeks before I was moving and I was like, I'm just going to let this go. <laughs> but it definitely be sitting down watching things and I would hear something like... Yeah. Kind of scramble. Uh, and then about a week before I moved, mm-hmm. a fucking bird got in, man. Yeah. I, what is up with that house? I, <laughs> like, I know. I know. Uh, I, it, was, it, was, it happened uh, uh, in, the, in the evening. I got home. Um, I remember texting you mm-hmm. uh, about it. And I, I posted on Twitter about it. Mm-hmm. But a bird got in. And that was a fucking nightmare, man. I could have used, like, I needed... I needed to upgrade our tactics because my my teenager bag tactic for getting out was to uh to hide roars because i didn't want roars to kill him yeah. uh because that would have been a nightmare and then i just kind of try to ch- like leave it and chase it a little bit yeah so it would fly out and then when it didn't it got between again in the bathroom which is a bird attractant room yeah um between the screen and window birds love baths you know they they do bird baths <laughs> that's what that's what that's that was that our number from. one flaw for not putting out a bird bath we were we were cursed <laughs> <laughs> the, the birds, like the, the tribunal of birds have found us wanting. Yeah. Um, so eventually the bird just got super tired and I was able to grab it with my hands yeah. with a, with a towel and, uh, and just throw it out the window. Like get the fuck out of here. But it was like an hour and a half. Yeah. Like it was, it was a long ordeal. Um, and we were in a, unequipped for it. Yeah. And I guess my question for you, mm-hmm. and this is one, how happy are you to not live in a house that is full of animals. Oh, it's uh, pretty nice. Uh, yeah, I've I've had a um, we don't I don't have any screens on my windows again out here, so I've had a, an occasional giant moth come in. Oh, geez. and yeah. you know it's not a big issue. I just roll up. Uh, I've actually been a big tissue rolling up and, uh, uh, my like I have a copy of my lease that I made, <laughs> and I've just been using that because uh, it's like four hundred pages long or whatever. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I've been taking care of him that way. Uh, but that's the only, like, animal that isn't me that I've run into. That's, that's nice. Yeah. Like, a giant moth is a problem. Um, I like how that means if you ever have to reference your lease, it's going to be all gory. <laughs> you, like, slide over to your landlord's slime just, and, like, yeah. skulls on it and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, uh, I'm, I'm way into this, like, not, like, and it makes me think about owning a house where it's, like, if you own a house, like, this could just happen yeah. and that could just be you. Yeah. Like, you know, every once in a while, there's just going to be like a bunch of nightmare birds and squirrels and shit that get into your shit. Yeah. I think that's if you, you know, if you're really neglecting the house, that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's definitely part of it, you know, is that, uh, our landlords, our slumlords yeah. tying it all in, uh, we're not great. Yeah. And, and, you know, to give them a benefit of, of a doubt, uh, there's no way to get to that corner where the bird was without, uh, like, going into the neighbor's yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, we didn't own our yard either, which is a big problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm way, way into it. I think I, think I said I had a two, uh, two-part question, but I don't. Okay. <laughs> so the second part is, what was my second part of the question? Uh, the, the, the second part was, which Pokemon is Cubist? Smirgle has a brush on his tail. This tournament he will surely fail. 
and Geodude, Mind Cop with two, and observing a new, descending a staircase, who come in last place. Cause this tournament ain't about the size, how badass they are, how cute their eyes. This time we're looking at their heart to see if they are fans of Cuban Star. So we'll start at the beginning and then we'll up we'll ramp. Cause we need to see which Pokemon's the real Marcel Duchamp. Cuddle up with your arcane This song's over, it's tournament time. Pablo Tops! Yes, and it comes up between these two titans of poke, the Lopunny and the Cherum. Lopunny and the Cherum. Lopunny and Cherum. It's my favorite seventies uh, buddy comedy, yeah. buddy crime movie. <laughs> Lopunny and the Cherum will return right now. Your favorite um, hypnagogic pop duo, Lopunny yes. and the Cherum. <laughs> God, Mega Low Punny gets a Mega evolution. And it's terrifying. Oh jeez! It looks like a bunch of like a balloon animal, like thing. So Low Punny is a is a normal type rabbit. Um, there's not too much to Low Punny. Cherum is a cute. Oh, Cherum's really cute. Um, yeah. Oh, and Cherum changes in overcast and sunshine form. It does like peekaboo. Mm-hmm. That's extremely cute. Um, the cuteness doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's extremely cute. At least Low Punny is, uh, you know. It, to give Lopunny, it is kind of humanoid. It is a humanoid animal. Yeah. So it might appreciate art more than a plant does. Mm. Is that the, uh, <laughs> the idea? It's kind of maybe what I'm saying. I don't know. Um, <laughs> like, let me see if there's uh, there's anything going on. Ah, it's lower leg fur is replaced by pantyhose. Ah, come on, Smogan. Go on, Bulbapedia. Yeah, this is definitely like a... Uh, uh, like a sexy Pokemon. Yeah, I do not like that, but it's like it's not human enough <laughs> to be sexy. Like, um, but yeah, there's very little to these guys. This is a tough one, okay. man. Uh, this might have to be an be an evolution tiebreaker. Let me see if there's any uh, evolutions that, that there's there's no evolutions. I don't know. <laughs> the, oh, Baneri. There's a there's a earlier evolutions. Yeah. Oh, Cherubi's really cute, man. How did I not know about uh, Truby and Cherub? I have no idea. Fucking Gen 4, man. Like I, th- These guys are very cute. Uh, Truby's very good. It's like two little cute cherries. That is very cute, Um, yes. That's very cute. And this guy turns into a Buneary, which is just another fucking bunny. This is a tough one, man. Um, okay. Here's where... Here's the tiebreaker. Okay. Baneri mm-hmm. and uh, on Lopunny, they have different abilities. Okay. They have. And uh, his ability is Klutz or Runaway. <laughs> and I think to confront art and to skillfully make art, you cannot be clumsy. Okay. And you have to face your fears. Okay. So thus I'm giving it to Cherum. Okay, fair enough. Cherum wins. Cherum takes this one. It was a squeaker, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a squeaker. Yes, it was a squeaker. This is tough. This has been a tough tournament all together. This, this has been an extremely tough tournament, Brayden. And it's only going to get harder as we keep going. I, I know. I know. Oh, buddy. Um, <laughs> we've learned a lot today. We did. I was just going to say that. Um, the uh, One of the things that, I, like, and genuinely, so thank you, uh, uh, thank you to Sarah. One thing I genuinely is I learned about this band, yeah. which I'm going to check out more of because I dig this. Yeah. And we've also learned 
Uh, Slumlord doesn't mean mm-hmm. what we think it does. Um, we learned about land, landlord androids, a.k.a. landroids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned about uh, what kind of ticket uh, GIMP gets you into, the GIMP ticket. Yeah. And, uh, and we learned about uh, animal-free living. That's right. We, you know, like right now, it just roars, and it's like predictable, safe, good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you, yeah, we haven't learned. Um, yeah, well, the, y- you ain't seen nothing yet because you ain't seen nothing yet. Because every episode of Teenage Drew Bags ends with a poem about an onion. Gary, do you have a poem about an onion? Sure do. Um, Can you yeah. hit me with your best shot? I will hit you with my best shot. <clears throat> Upper Darby, born in a swollen hollow hutch. Ten virtuosic figures from the Pennsylvania Dutch. A runt, a leak, the run, a scallion escape. From this garden, he did escape. Featuring jacks for the wolfman till the very last time. A hammer in his heart and seeing the light. At the end of the path, with no new cars to carry. My thick feet with corn, callus, and bunion. He'll pull up beside me and say, Can we still be friends? And I'll be confronted by Todd Runyon. <laughs> <laughs> and no one wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Um, it was very good. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if you like this show, mm-hmm. you got a couple different things you can do. Rate, review it on iTunes. Bam. Tell it one. to your friends. Bam, too. Go to the Patreon and give us the monies. Bam, 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 bam. Do it up. The, old Black uh, Betty. You will like. Old Black Betty, you will like those Patreon goals. Um, let's say you like the network mm-hmm. and you just like Brayton Cameron. Yeah. You don't care for the rest of it. Um, you can listen to Check It Out Comrade. No. <laughs> no? If you dislike Brayton Cameron, you cannot listen to that show anymore. Oh, no. You, I said just like. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't say. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I didn't, say, I didn't say dislike. Oh, who can ima- I can't imagine such a thing. Oh, okay. Um, but you can listen to Check It Out Comrade. Mm-hmm. But also some of those Patreon goals, like when we do our, our tabletop sessions, I imagine you'll be involved in some of those. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it'd be super fun. So um, you'll get to hear more of Brayton's sparkling voice. <laughs> sparkling like a glass of wine. Yeah. That is carbonated. <laughs> um, I think that's all I got. Yeah, that sounds good to me. So... Uh, Remember, uh, after this, we finally finished our um, all of the requests from Duck, uh, the Duckstream. So thank you again to everyone who donated and uh, gave us suggestions. And, well, in general, everyone who donated. And we're looking forward to uh, next year's Duckstream, or this year's Duckstream, as it were. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, remember, in 2016, we vow to have a better sign-off.